Well, thank you so much for joining The Drive Podcast. I'm your host, Mike, a pastor here in Mobile, Alabama, and I'm excited to encourage you as we go over certain truths and principles from the Word of God, and I pray that your heart would be encouraged. Well, good morning. Good morning and welcome to The Drive. Uh, Thanks for joining me. It is Saturday, October 31st, and uh, and I am driving to work. Again, Hurricane Zeta hit, and so working at a catastrophe company, I am going to work for the weekend. Um, But uh, yesterday, not yesterday, but the other day, I posted... uh, Oh, I posted a, there's a squirrel in the road, but I did not hit it. It just ran out of the road. Um, I posted a, a podcast on Psalm 71, uh, the first three verses. Uh, and I just want to continue down Psalm 71. It's been a while since I just uh, looked at a chapter in the Word of God and just went down and talked about it. You know, usually these are devotionals. Usually these are uh, truths and principles from the word based on theological topics or just practical Christian living. Uh, but, you know, the best thing, I think, is just going verse by verse and expounding upon what the Bible says. You know, that's, that's an amazing way. Expository uh, preaching and teaching, it's an amazing way to um, extrapolate upon the word. But Psalm 71, I just want to look at verse, uh, start with verse 4. Where the psalmist says, Deliver me, O my God, out of the hand of the wicked, out of the hand of the unrighteous, and the cruel man. Now, the basis for this verse, we have to remember that people are born into sin. It's innate. No one's good. No, not one. Right? We know that from... uh, Romans 3, we know that from Jeremiah 79, our hearts are innately wicked. Every single human heart, every person that's born, right? We're born with a wicked heart. But the beautiful thing is, you know, as we start walking with the Lord, we accept Him, we walk with Him, we repent, and we're on the road of His will, it's a beautiful thing. Because the Lord changes our heart. He gives us a new heart, a new perspective. It goes from pride to humility. It goes from hate to love. And how do you know who other believers are? Their love for you. Love for one another. <laughs> love is a supreme thing, right? Paul said you can do a bunch of good stuff. Summarizing, you can do a bunch of good stuff. You could be the best philanthropist. But without love, means nothing. Profits nothing is nothing. Love is the supreme thing. But we're innately born hateful and wicked and cruel. Just uh, Kids say mine and no. Right off the bat, you have to teach them how to do right, how to do good. Well, the same with the Lord. Um, as we start walking with the Lord, He teaches us how to live, how to act, how to be, how to react. And it's a beautiful thing. But as you're walking with the Lord, as you're walking by faith, there are going to be those who are unrighteous and just cruel. 
How do you deal with that? How do you react to that? Love them. You love them. And I remember years, years ago, you know, probably definitely over a decade ago, um, I was talking to an employee. I was working at a retail place in Hollywood, California, and I was talking to this guy about, yeah, you got to love your enemies. And he just was taken aback. He was shocked. He's like, that's dumb. <laughs> he, just said, he was just like, I what? Love my enemies? Why would I love my enemies? They're my enemies. I don't like them. I hate them. And I just explained to him the words of Jesus. And still, it was unfathomable for him to think that he can actually, he would actually love someone who hated him. But this is the heart of Jesus. People will be cruel. People will be haters. What should we do with them? Hate back? Nope. Love them. Love them. And he goes on, verse 5, For you are my hope, O Lord God. I love that. You are my hope, Lord God. You are my trust from my youth. So the psalmist understood the most important, one of the most important aspects of the Christian life. That our hope is in him. Your hope is in him. And every time I talk about biblical hope, I always have to define it because I want to make sure we under, we're, uh, we're on the same page, basically. Biblical hope is this. It's not like, well, I hope I get that thing for Christmas, or I, I hope this thing goes through, or I hope I get that raise at work, or I hope I'm going to get that, you know, those days off. I hope this, I hope that. You're not really sure. Right? Worldly hope, as opposed to biblical hope. Is all about, it might happen, but it's a 50-50 chance. (laughs) It probably won't happen, but it could. That's worldly hope. That's hope that's unsure. But hope, biblically, means a hope that is sure. When we're talking about hoping in the Lord, it's this emphatic, definite thing, you know. I hope... You are my hope. In other words, God will not let you down. God will not make a promise and break promise. Will people? Yes. But God will not. He will not make a promise and then break a promise. You are my hope, Lord God. Man, that's so good. Is he our hope? I hope so. (laughs) I want him to be my hope. He needs to be my hope in my life. Like, he's the one I depend on. He's what my whole life is based upon and based around. That's why some people will be like, why do you talk about God all the time? Talk about something else. Well, it's like my whole life is about the Lord, though. This is my life. This is is who I trust in. I I surrender my life to him. So I I can't help it. If I don't talk about him, then I'm not talking about anything. Like, I don't have anything to talk about. He is my hope, my sure refuge, right, as we looked at in the first few verses. He's our fortress. And I love the psalmist. He said, you you are my trust from my youth. So he had been consistently trusting God for a long time. 
And that's what leads to spiritual growth. Uh, and I can't remember which commentator said this, but o- obedience, you know, faith is obedience in the same direction consistently. Like you're trusting God every day, all the time. Like for everything. Trust God. And then Psalm 71, 6, he says, By you I have been upheld from birth. The psalmist is recognizing God has upheld me. He is the one that upholds me. From birth. <laughs> My whole life. And he, he expounds upon that. He says, you are he who took me out of my mother's womb. So we are born because of the Lord. He created us. And so the result is this. He says, my praise shall be continually of you. Are we praising God continually? Are, are we giving him all of the honor, the glory, and the credit? May we give him all of our praise. May we thank God for every good thing. Don't let someone thank you for something you've done. If that happens, redirect that thanks up to the Lord. Say, well, thank God. He's given me strength to do that. Thank God. He's given me the mind to do that. Thank God. He's given me the grit to do that. Thank God. He's given me the ability and the gifts and the talents and everything else. He's given me all that. That's why this thing was accomplished, whatever this thing is. So may we give God all the praise and the glory. I mean, he created us, right? And not only has he created us, he sustains us. And what we do now is surrender to him. And what we do now is that when those who are cruel come against us, we love them. We love them. Love them that much more with God's love, with the agape love. Love straight from God. May our praise be continually of God boast in him for he's worthy to be praised he is good he is awesome he is great he's amazing god is with you today and forever psalm 71 verse 4 to 6 god bless you guys have an amazing day